Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. This is Rolling with Ungayo, your best choice for travel and cannabis information, one would suppose. And since I'm the one, I suppose it to be true. I'm going to thank CannabisRadio.com and all the sponsors and you guys for listening like we always do. Today is October 3rd. It's a Tuesday. I'm sitting in downtown, actually midtown Sacramento, and we will just get it going. Let's start with dessert first. I had one dessert last week. I may have had some other ones, but the one that I remember was a bread pudding. And you know, I'm a big fan of the bread pudding, even though I don't eat it a lot anymore. But I had a bread pudding from um, a golf course in Monterey. So I was in Monterey for a medieval fighting tournament. I didn't. Uh, I was actually didn't get a chance to, to see the tournament. But I was doing the, I was performing at the, like the kickoff dinner, the meet and greet. You get to meet the fighters, blah, 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 blah. And that was a fun show. But they had uh, bread pudding was on the menu. And it was not as good as the bread pudding at the Limelight in Sacramento, I got to say. And uh, to the person who posted the bread pudding that they made uh, from their tropical lair with like apricots and mangoes and plums, um, I love you and hate you at the same time. Uh so that was it. I just had a bread pudding, man. I, I, it's hard for me to be in a good mood today. There's just so much going on. There's, you know, earthquakes and hurricanes and mass murder and a shitty president. So, I mean, my whole plan today was to talk about going up to Hopland, California for the Hopland Harvest Celebration and getting to kick it with Charlie Tuna and to listen to a bunch of cool bands like Pick and Pool. They were the, like a rowdy bluegrass band and i was going to talk about all this delicious marijuana that i had smoked up there i had smoked a chocolate hashberry from bon vivant farms which was freaking delicious and then this other dude gave me a cut called um supermaster which is a weird name it sounds like an uber racist i'm kidding right <laughs> this is like the best the most powerful of the slave owners supermaster which would be weird or some sort of internet dom refers to himself as that somebody who's not really an actual uh dominatrix that would be the female i don't know what the male form of dominatrix dominator i suppose oh i'm I'm a certified supermaster i don't know but the point is it was really delicious though it was crystally it was strong it had great cushy 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 flavor and uh slightly purple i posted a picture of it on my instagram from giving tree Genetics, not Giving Tree Farms, which is what I had posted originally, and it turns out that was wrong. It's Giving Tree Genetics, and it was really good. Um, but it's hard it's hard to talk about these things. Who, who gives a shit? Who wants to sit around and talk about good times when we have a cat who can sit up in a, on the 32nd floor of a hotel room and, and spray down death and, and hellfire and damnation on people who are just trying to enjoy a fucking country music concert it's it's um our gun laws are ridiculous and i get that people need guns i i'm not one of those we need to ban all the guns prohibition hardly ever works for anything as a marijuana activist we all we all know that that prohibition is not always the best answer but there can there be regulations 
can there be limits? Do you need a fully automatic rifle with a gigantic extendo clip where you can rain down hundreds of rounds? Like, who is that's not for self defense? That's just for that's a wartime weapon. And and uh, some of the shitty part of it is it, the the dark corners of my mind. I'm reminded of the scene in Kill Bill where the two cops are walking through the murder scene uh, after Uma Thurman, you know, they find Uma Thurman in the church there. And, and the, the, the older cop is like, you know, these, this was a steely eyed a group of steely eyed killers. Look at the grouping, look how they think one could almost admire it if one was a moron. And I mean, and it's crazy. It's, it's, it's impressive is not the right word. It is just fucking freaky. How, well, Americans can design uh, weapons and tools of death, right? But we don't give a shit about tools of life or, or, or helping life. They, they call themselves pro-life uh, because they want to outlaw abortions, but they're not, they're not pro-life in looking to extend life or to prolong life or to create ways for people to have better, more productive lives, man. It's all... It's all fucked up right now, and uh, I am generally a well-compartmentalized person, and I don't let things get to me, but shit, it is wild. It is hard to deal with, and um, I'm proud of everybody for staying strong. Hug your friends. Hug your family. Smoke weed. Spend some time in your garden. Listen to Tom Petty, even though that's going to be hard to do now, too, right? It's just yesterday was not a great day, and it was funny because... Last week, uh, everybody on Twitter was posting like, oh, man, I'm so happy for October, man, Halloween, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then the first two days of October, fucking death and destruction. So, boo. That's, uh, the, what's the old horrible joke is, uh, what's the best way to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Get it? Some of you don't get it. Some of you understand what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, back to the Hoplin, I'm going to try to stay on, on, on fun things. The drive, so I drove from Sacramento, Monterey, which was pretty easy, although I left right around rush hour, which is not always the best time to do any sort of driving, but I managed to, to make pretty good time. But then the drive from Monterey to, uh, to Hopland, if you don't know where Hopland is, it's just south. It's like 20 miles south of Ukiah. And I'm sure that clears it right up. I know I said last week it was between Ukiah and Willits, but I had looked at the map wrong. So it's 20 miles south of Ukiah. So right after you get through Santa Rosa and then you head toward Garnville and then you end up in Hopland. And it's at the Real Solar Goods Company, which is uh, these guys have been around 20 something years. And they uh, specialize in solar power and environmentally friendly and sustainable farming and agriculture and gardening. So you can get all kinds of, you can get an off grid stove, you can get a solar array, you can get solar breakers, you can get a solar powered phone charger. You can get all kinds of books on how to have a garden or build a yurt or an earth tent, all that good hippie. We call it hippie. It's really how everyone should, you know, sustainable ways of living or things to, to have a low impact or, or, or good things. And so th this is where we were. And their grounds are great. They got great gardens. They got little waterfalls and, and uh, they use a giant pond for their irrigation, right? And what they do is they use pumps and solar power to move the water 
threw their little farms and gardens down into a little lower pond. They got gooseberry trees and Chinese tea trees and blackberries and just everything. It was just beautiful and it was wonderful. And it was such a great Saturday, man. Charlie Tuna was there. He's, if you don't know him from the Jurassic five, he's a great rapper. His band, the house of vibe, those guys were all really good. The keyboard player does most of the work, although the bass player was, and the drummer was phenomenal and his hype man was great. It was just a good, I almost tried to bum rush my way on stage to do some freestyling with those guys, but I was too stoned. I was full of super kush and, uh, chocolate hashberry and banana strawberry uh, gelato from Shabinsky. And then my homegirl Chelsea had given me, not the Chelsea who grows the chocolate, this is a different Chelsea. They gave me this huge bag full of blueberry and blue dream. And so I was just having fun looking through the nugs and comparing and contrasting and having a great time. And it was all wonderful. So uh, next time you can go to the Hopland Harvest Fest, which I'm sure they're going to have another one next year be sure to jump in on it and and have a good time and and eat better bread pudding than the bread pudding i had friday night all right that's the first segment this is thank you guys for allowing me to get some shit off my chest i'm sure i'll be back with more uh kvetching and complaining and maybe some slight some some slight upliftment if that's a word upliftment coming up next very soon right here after these messages on rolling with umgayo Rolling with Dungaya needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to Phoenix, October 13th and 14th. Check out hundreds of vendors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, catch keynote presentations from former Mexican President Vicente Fox, award-winning writer Bruce Barcott, and the Martha Stewart of Marijuana, Cheryl Schumann. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Phoenix. SWCCExpo.com slash Phoenix 2017. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. And we're black. And back. We're back in black. Back in black. We're back and black. Right? There was a time when my comedy was more hacky. And I know some of you find that hard to believe. When I used to do ridiculous song parodies. Not even parodies. Song snippet parodies. 
Uh, my boyfriend's black and you're going to be in trouble. Hey, now, hey, now, my boyfriend's black. Um, it, it was really dumb. Um, I don't know why that song is on my mind, but it always reminds me of my mom uh, when when uh, when I was first, you know, that song came out in the 60s or whatever. So then when I was older and getting into that sort of music, I asked my mom about that song. She's like, why would I need my boyfriend to defend me? I can stand up for myself. And I was like, fucking way to go, mom. Uh, this is what happens when you grow up with radicals and panthers. You learn to defend yourself and stand up for yourself and not rely on a man or anybody to do things for you. So that was uh, that that was the Hopland Harvest Fest. We talked about medieval. You can find that. I should look that up. I'm going to uh, I can't look it up right now because I'm on the Skype and, uh, and things like that. But you should look up. It's like medieval Valhalla Medieval Fighting League. Or if you just put in those words, put in like Valhalla medieval fighting, those guys will show up. And it's 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 an interesting thing, right? Because they're in the full armor, man. I mean, they uh, nerf the weapons a little bit. I think that's what the kids call it, right? When you soften something or make things uh, easier or less dangerous, they call it nerfing. You got to nerf it. That's what my son says. So I'm just taking it. I'm sure my son speaks for all teenagers because he's the smartest of them all. My kids are, of course, naturally the smartest and most intelligent and uh, the best looking, the best looking and the most creative and the most wonderful and the greatest. Uh, they have great empathy. My kids are, of course, all fantastic. And you guys should just get your shit together. Um, so that that was that it was it, it, it was a really good weekend. And then bullshit. And then some crazy guy and and on twitter uh chris titus who i've worked with very funny comic had a tv show he's good at the poignancy and the emotion uh, in his comedy which is is hard for some people to do i can't i'm not uh i'm generally always down to tell you what i think but i'm not always down to tell you how i feel which is great in some ways and maybe not great in relationships but it's how i am and i'm almost 50 so i don't know how much that's going to change but uh but Chris Titus was talking about what a tra- the tragedy in Vegas and how fucked up it was. And then in, in a, one of his Twitter comments, he's like, and the whole, all the Bell staff at the hotel should be fired. And then my point was like, well, why would they be fired, Chris? It was a white guy with a bunch of guns in Nevada. What was there to be afraid of? What, what would they have cause for concern? Right. And that's the thing. You, you know, you, you go, well, if it was a brown guy with a bunch of guns. In a hotel room, people would freak out. But if it's just a white guy carrying all these guys, and listen, hotel rooms aren't going to go through all your fucking luggage. It, it, it would be a, a small violation of the Fourth Amendment, first of all, and also, no one would stay at your hotel if 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 you, they knew you were going to go through their luggage, right? People often get hotels because they need a place to be anonymous and private. So if you're trying to load up your suitcase with quasi legal drugs and sex toys. You don't want the hotel going through your shit. You understand where I'm coming from? And also they throw crazy gun shows in Nevada all the time. Nevada, you can carry anything short of a rocket launcher. You can have a fully automatic weapon in Nevada. They don't give a fuck. You can have anything you want. Uh, Dean Heller, senator from Nevada, voted against reasonable uh, gun regulations in the, the last time it came up. So that's, there's not, that's not the way to stop it. I, you know, uh, 
I used to be of the mindset, and I was actually being facetious in a Swiftian, modest but prosal side of way. I, mean, I wasn't advocating eating babies, although we may have to get into that later. But um, my, I, I used to say that the only way we're going to deal with this gun problem is to make sure that everybody has a gun constantly all the time. Big gun, little gun, whatever gun, however you feel. Once you get to be about sixth grade, you get some gun classes and you get to pick out a gun that best fits your personality and sense of style. Uh, and then after the initial round of killings, we'll have a smaller, more polite society. But clearly, my facetious thought, which some people have embraced as serious, they're always like, well, you know, we have if, if, uh, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Uh, not when he's got elevation and a giant fucking magazine and two two rifles up on top, dog. You're not going to shoot a guy. If you're on the ground floor and some guy's got you pinned down from the 32nd floor, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. You could seek cover, but he's got the, the armor-piercing bullets. You understand? And that's the thing, right? So, you know, you can you can buy all the guns you want, and, and all these, the 500 people that were seriously injured and hurt uh, are going to be on the hook for thousands of dollars, for millions of dollars, for hundreds of thousands, for millions of dollars in healthcare costs, right? Uh, through no fault of their own, through no fault of their own. Right. So some people will have had insurance. Some people won't have insurance. It's just a debacle. And and that is, you know, and we're already dealing with with the aftermath of Hurricane Irma. We're dealing with the aftermath of our president. Who was very solicitous toward Texas and Florida, but can't find time to help out the people of Puerto Rico. If you heard what he said today, uh, he said, well, I got to tell you, Puerto Rico, your problems have thrown our budget out of whack, right? When he's going to visit the people of Puerto Rico who are dying, who are not having water and food, who don't have any electricity, who can't get on the internet. And we all rely on the internet so much these days. You, you, people take it for granted, but the internet is so important for other people. And and he said, and, and, and I'm sure, and I hate to have to give President Trump the benefit of the doubt, I'm sure he was trying to make a joke, right? But he's one of those guys who his jokes are always aimed at putting you on the defensive. They're always aimed at making you feel bad. His jokes aren't aimed at making everybody feel better or finding something that we can all laugh about in this situation to bring a sliver of humor or a little bit of light to something that's serious. His joke was how about how Puerto Rico fucked up his budget. Not about how Tom Price fucked up the it, uh. And so that's the thing, right? So it's just, it, this uh, month which is three days old, has been a shit sandwich. And the president is not helping. Like I said, his jokes are designed to make people feel bad. His jokes are designed to put you on the defensive. His jokes aren't designed to uplift or to find something that everybody can laugh about in a congenial or even collegial way, right? Like shit is fucked up, but this part is kind of funny, so let's enjoy that. But no, no, no. He's all like, well, you guys have really fucked up our whole budget. Yeah, because it was their entire plan was to get hit by a Category 5 hurricane, right? Uh, and, and to be underserved by the President of the United States, who seems to have forgotten that Puerto Rico, that citizens of Puerto Rico are citizens of America. America uh, Puerto Rico is a territory of America. So if we're going to go and colonize these guys and turn them into a territory and make their citizens mm -hmm. our citizens, 
we have to treat them like American citizens. We have to give them the full faith and credit of the United States of America, man. And you, ooh, mother, oh, God. It just makes me so upset. And, uh, and I hope that we can find a way to be better people and to be better Americans and to treat everyone with respect and to find ways to, to, to be truly pro-life without being dickheads. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Um, enjoy, enjoy as much as you can this thrilling and scintillating episode of Rolling with Dungayo. Peace. Rolling with Dungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Rolling with Ungayo is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com You're welcome. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like to get stoned with me. This is Ungayo Bielan, the steward Smalley of pot. Right here, I don't even know what that means. I'm sitting in my car. It's Tuesday. It's a beautiful day. I got like five or six minutes left on this podcast. I just want to tell you that I love you all. Everybody go out and be excellent to each other. Do as much as you can to help your fellow people, not just your fellow Americans, but your fellow people, your fellow citizens of the world, man. It is hard. I know it is hard out here to be cool and to get shit done in the right way, but we can all do it. Everybody can do it. We just got to work together, man. Listen to the Pointer Sisters. Listen to some Alan Toussaint. Listen to some Tom Petty. Listen to good, uplifting music for the rest of the week. Come see me tell jokes. I'm not uh, telling jokes this week. I'm going to be in... I'm going to go into the woods, right? I think that's my plan. I was really... Uh, I'm just going to go into the woods. It's harvest season, so I'm going to take a few days off because I am super depressed. And I'm fortunately or unfortunately, I don't have any gigs right now, so I'm going to go into the woods and trim weed with some homies. We talked about the whole weed trimming scene last week. Uh, if you missed that, you can find it at CannabisRadio.com. So I'm going to go out there and trim weed. You can see me in Lake County, California, in Clear Lake, California, at the Triple C Collective on... Lakeshore Drive, Wednesday, October 11th, doors at 7.30, show 
time at 8 o'clock. It is $4.20 to get in. Be ready. Be happy. Get involved. You can also see me uh, at other places. October 28th, I think I'm doing the 420 Funny in San Francisco. And I got a couple other gigs lined up, which I forgot about, but I'm sure I will post them somewhere. Follow me on the Twitter, NGAIO420. Look at my fantastic pictures on the Instagram, NGAIO420. Um, follow me on Snapchat so I can follow you back. I don't post on Snapchat a lot, but I do like to lurk, right? That's the one where I lurk. Some people, you know, uh, I'm a big, I'm a big social media er. I love, I love the Twitter, and I'm I'm decent on the Facebook, and I love the Instagram. Uh, but uh, some and some people like to lurk. Some people like to join the social media, but not too social, right? But more introvertal style, Intro, in, introvert style. You may kind of sit in the corner and observe everybody else's tweets and everybody else's Instagram. And I'm like that on Snapchat. So like I have a Snapchat account, but I'm hardly ever active on it because I don't, you know, I'm often too busy doing something to think about filming it. That's the thing, right? And Snapchat, you have to film it while you're doing it. And hopefully you don't get drunk and wreck your car and kill your sister while you're Snapchatting. Um, so, but I do like to watch other people who are probably better at paying attention to those things do that. And that's it. That's it. Listen, man, just have a good day. Be as strong as you can. Be as loving as you can. Be as honest. Be as helpful. Be as kind as you can. This is the time. This is the time for more kindness. And and it's a challenge, right? There was a guy uh, in in one of the bands that was on stage at the concert, and he had been. He posted a thing on Twitter about how he was a huge Second Amendment proponent. Even after after Sandy Hook, when all those kids died, and we didn't change any laws because we apparently think it's you know it's okay. Uh, he was still ardently saying, you can have my gun when you take it from my cold, dead bodies and everything. But after what happened to him in Vegas uh, the, the other night, he posted a thing. Hey, man, we got to have better gun control. We got to have better regulations. We're, I'm into the Second Amendment. We got a tour bus full of guns. We all carry guns. We all love guns on this, in this band. And we were all helpless and powerless because we were pinned down by asshole on the 32nd floor. And so now he's come around. And that's beautiful. Right. And then that started a whole nother debate, too, because people were like, hey, that's great that you can be like that when it actually affects you personally. But until then, you were kind of a dick. And this is a debate that people have, like. Because when people do change their minds and come around to the right side or whatever and forsake the dark side, you do want to welcome them. This is the prodigal son story, right? You want to welcome them. You want to celebrate with them. But you also got to be like, dude, why did it take you so long? Why were you such a dick? And and I get it when people are still mad. At, at other people who finally come around to do the right thing. Like, why did it take you so long? Why did I have to argue with you? When, and especially if it's something that takes empathy to understand, right? And, the, and these are the things, and these are the things that we're learning, uh, I think, as Americans. We're finally starting to teach that sort of thing. You can't, it's not just about you. I know America likes to be the me generation. We like to teach rugged individualism, which is often sometimes a way of saying dogged, narcissism as opposed to I'm running out of time you guys I'm rambling but you understand where I'm coming from try to be empathetic try to see things from other people's sides all the time don't always try to be right don't always try to win right just try to do the right thing doctor do the right thing you know 
It's tough. Listen to Scott Pemberton. He's got a song called, If I Can Do the Right Thing One Time, I Can Maybe Do It Every Time. Follow me on all the social media. Be kind to each other. Hug your friends and family. Smoke weed. Get laid. Listen to CanvasRadio.com. We'll see you next time right here. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.